1: Welcome everyone to the Copper Mountain Mining Corporation 3rd Quarter 2021 Earnings Conference Call. All lines have been placed on mute to avoid any background noise. After the the speaker's remarks, there will be a question and answer session. If you'd like to ask a question during this time, simply press star, then the number 1 on your telephone keypad. If you'd like to withdraw your question, please press star, followed by the 2. Please note that comments made today that are not of a historical factual nature may contain forward-looking statements. This information, by its nature, is subject to risk and uncertainties that may cause the stated outcome to differ materially from actual outcomes. Please refer to slide 2 of today's presentation in Copper Mountain's third quarter 2021 management's discussion and analyst for more information. I would now like to turn the call over to Mr. Gail Claussen, President and CEO of Copper Mountain. Please go ahead.
2: Good morning, everyone, and thanks for joining us. We are starting on slide three. With me presenting are Rod Shire, our Chief Financial Officer, and Eric Dell, our Senior Vice President of Operations. Also joining us today is Don Strickland, Executive Vice President of Sustainability. I'll begin by providing a brief summary of the quarter, Eric will give a more detailed discussion on our operation and Rod will speak to our financial results. I'll conclude with an expiration update and our outlook, then we'll open up the call to questions. Turning to slide four, we continued to have a solid quarter with production increase relative to the third quarter of last year production was marginally lower than the second quarter of 2021 due to lower grade ore coming from phase 2 of the main pit. We expect a higher proportion of phase 2 ore in Q4 with the commissioning ramp up of ball mill number 3. Eric will get into more details on the uh, mine sequencing plan. Year-to-date we've had a strong production year and we're on track to achieve our production guidance of 90 to 100 million pounds of copper Uh, which was was revised upward last quarter. C1 cash costs increased this quarter due to higher haulage costs. Um, Last year's mining costs were lower as we revised our mine plan in response to the lower metal prices associated with the COVID-19 pandemic. This quarter, sustaining capital was higher due to uh, new contact water management systems being installed. Uh, In addition, we advanced the development of the Phase 4 pushback of the main pit, which increased some deferred stripping in the quarter. As a result, all-in cost per pound was slightly higher in the quarter at U.S. $2.17. Year-to-date, all-in cost is $1.97 due to the inflationary impacts, basically, of fuel and uh, steel grinding media. And for the year, we expect to be at the very top of our 2021 AIC guidance range of $1.80 US to $2.00 a pound US. Notably, in the quarter, we successfully installed and commissioned, uh, and you know, commenced commissioning of ball mill number three. Rather, we uh, will now begin to increase throughput to 45,000 tons per day and improve grind size and recovery. We also continued exploration drilling and announced some significant results at New Ingerbell and Cameron Copper in Australia. I'll go into that uh, a little later in the call. I'll now turn the call over to Eric who will detail our operating results and development plan.
3: Thanks, Gil. Uh, I want to first start with an update on safety. To begin, we had no lost time injuries in the third quarter. Our total injury frequency rate this year continues to trend lower and our leading indicators are trending positively. I'll now move on to production. Turning to slide 5. The mine continued to perform in line with expectations. Production remained strong and was more moderate compared to the first half of the year as ore supply transitioned out of the higher grade portion of the main pit. Mill feed grade in Q3 was 0.37% copper. Phase 2 ore supply will increase in this quarter. This will result in a lower mill feed grade and production in Q4, while we continue to commission and ramp up production on ball mill three. Seven million tons of waste was moved from phase four during the quarter, accounting for 62% of the total waste movement. Phase four mining is continuing to progress and it will be the primary source of higher grade ore for 2022 and 2023. The one kilometer trolley ramp construction is complete with 0.4 million tons of material moved during the quarter. The installation of trolley power poles and electrical power supply lines continued in the quarter, with completion expected in early 2022. The project is on schedule for commissioning in the first half of 2022. Turning to slide 6. The mill maintained high operating time during the third quarter, with copper recovery within expectations. Mill throughput was similar to the second quarter and continued to be restricted at times while processing very high-grade ore to manage copper recovery and filter capacity. As mentioned last quarter, we are advancing the installation of a second concentrate filter press and an additional cleaner column to remove the restrictions to mill throughput when in very high-grade ore. I will discuss this in more detail shortly. Turning to slide 7. We achieved a significant milestone as the installation of Ball Mill 3 was completed and began commissioning in September. The new mill will increase throughput to 45,000 tons per day and achieve a finer grind to improve overall metal recovery by 3-5%. to 5%. Wet commissioning will commence shortly? and we expect to add slurry to the mill early this month. Full ramp up is is expected to be completed by the end of this year. Turning to slide 8. After installing Ball Mill 3, our longer term mill plan, as outlined in our 65,000 ton a day life of mine study, includes installing another concentrate filter press and increasing cleaner circuit flotation capacity. Both projects have been advanced and are currently in construction, with commissioning planned for the first half of 2022. This new filter press will be installed in an extension to the existing concentrate storage building, as shown in the schematic on the right side of this slide, allowing the mill to maintain maximum tonnage rates while processing higher-grade ore for extended periods. A single new large flotation column cell will be installed inside the existing mill building, as shown in the schematic on the left side of the slide. This cleaner cell will support maximum cleaner circuit recovery on all ore types, eliminating a production bottleneck at high grade and tonnage. These projects are part of our longer-term growth plan and they generate significant value by increasing our overall return on invested capital in the mill. I will now turn the call over to Rod to go over our financial results. Thank you, Eric.
4: Turning to slide 9, the company had a solid third quarter that included sales of 24.4 million pounds of copper, a little over 8,300 ounces of gold, and 142,000 ounces of silver. Revenue for the third quarter was $137 million, net of pricing adjustments and treatment charges. This was based on an average copper price of US $427 per pound of copper as compared to US $297 per pound of copper for Q3 2020. This was a 44% increase in revenue for Q3 2021 compared to Q3 2020, resulting from higher sales volume and metal prices realized in Q3 2021. Cost of sales for the third quarter of 2021 was 70.5 million compared to 52.9 million for the third quarter of 2020. Q3 2021 cost of sales was net of 11.3 million of deferred stripping costs compared to 6.4 million of deferred stripping costs in Q3 2020. This resulted in a gross profit of around 67 million for the third quarter of 2021 compared to 42 million for the same period in 2020. Turning to slide 10, net income for the quarter was $25.8 million in Q3 2021, or $0.08 per share, compared to $33.2 million, or $0.13 per share, in Q3 2020. Net income included a non-cash, unrealized foreign exchange loss of about $7.6 million, compared to a non-cash, unrealized foreign exchange gain of $6.9 million in Q3 2020 a difference of approximately $14.5 million, which is primarily related to the company's debt that is denominated in U.S. dollars. In the third quarter of 2021, EBITDA was about $61.5 million and adjusted EBITDA was $77.1 million. Cash flow from operations was $91 million in the third quarter of 2021, compared to $39 million for Q3 2020. We made investments of $28 million during the quarter into capital projects, of which a majority was for the Ball Mill 3 expansion project, which commenced commissioning right before the end of the quarter. Other projects included additional expenditures on the Cleaner Circuit Column addition, Filter Press Expansion, the Trolley Assist project, and Contact Water Management Systems at the mine site. In Q2, the company successfully completed the U.S. $250 million bond issue. We used the proceeds from the bond issue to retire the mine's senior credit facility, and in Q3, we retired the remaining balance of the term loan due to JBIC, significantly simplifying the company's debt structure and allowing the company to access 100% of the cash flow from the mine. Our total long term debt at the end of Q3 2021 was 342 million Canadian, of which a majority is due in April 2026, almost five years out. Based on our Q3 2021 results, including the ending cash position of 199 million, which includes 16 million of restricted cash, the net debt to 12 months trailing EBITDA was 0.6. This is a significant improvement over the comparative period last year. The company is now very well positioned financially for organic growth. I will now turn the call back to Gil. Hey, thanks Rod.
2: Turning to slide 11, in addition to the development projects we're advancing, we continue to invest in exploration drilling in BC at the Copper Mountain Mine and the Cameron Project area in Queensland, Australia. In B.C., uh, drill results announced in September at New Ingerbell doubled the depth of the mineralization and extended it along long and still the deposit remains open. We currently have four active uh, drills at the Copper Mountain Mine, with a fifth to be added this month. You can see on this slide the existing New Ingerbell pit outline. It's uh, shown as a dashed black line in the inset, and on the long section. Uh, The current reserve outline is defined by the red dashed line in the inset and the gray shaded area in the long section. And you can see how deep we've drilled. Uh, Of note, there are intersections of 261 meters of 0.61% copper equivalent and 153 meters of 0.43% copper equivalent that are below the existing reserve pit. There is also a very long uh, 359 meter intercept of 0.41% copper equivalent drilled in the deposit center. This is just some of the continued strong results uh, that bode well for potential significant increases in mineral resources and reserves at New Ingerbell. The company will continue to drill into 2022 and produce a new life of mine plan for publication mid Next year, we'll be introducing or we'll, sorry, we'll be including analysis and trade offs to contemplate a higher milling rate beyond the 65,000 tons per day expansion study released last year. We're also drilling at the Copper Mountain North and Main Pits, and these deposits have uh, significant inferred resources beyond our current. Uh, pit limits, we're going to extend and upgrade these uh, resources uh, into the reserve categories. Turning to slide 12, in Australia we have a regional exploration program currently underway focused on the Cameron Copper Project. Cameron's located about 40 kilometers south of our EVA Copper Project development and consists of high-potential copper and copper-gold targets. Results uh, to date are very encouraging. We've identified three large mineralized zones and the drilling indicates a potential for a more extensive mineralized system. The uh, initial drill program tested uh, the geophysical and uh, geochemistry work that we've done so far and these mineralized zones show more continuity with uh, increased drilling. So um, they also remain uh, open to expansion. There are numerous targets yet to be drill- tested. Um, more drilling is required, and we plan to develop these targets in a systematic program for next year. The current results confirm our belief that there is good potential for the discovery of material copper resources, and we're cautiously optimistic about Cameron's potential to meet our goal of finding our next mine project uh, development. And uh, that would be after EVA on our existing land position in the Mount Isa region. To wrap up our formal portion of the presentation, 22 and 2023 will be exciting years for Copper Mountain as we continue to invest and advance our organic growth plans. We continue to have strong financial and operating results and we're focused on de-risking and uh, reaching our growth objectives. The company is now well positioned uh, to achieve our vision to triple copper production from 2020 production levels within five years and do it the right way. With that operator, we can open up the call for questions.
1: Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, we will now begin the question and answer session. Should you have a question, please press star followed by the one on your tone form. You will then hear a three-tone prompt acknowledging your request and your questions will be polled in the order that they are received. Should you wish to decline from the polling process, please press star followed by the two. If you are using a speakerphone, please lift the handset before pressing any keys. One moment for your first question. Your first question does come from Stefan Iwanou from Cormac Securities. Please go ahead.
0: our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite.
5: What if I told you that you can support your blood pressure and healthy CoQ10 levels with two chews a day? The new Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced is now supercharged with CoQ10. That's like getting CoQ10 for free. Our powerful blend of beetroot, grapeseed extract, and CoQ10 supports your cardiovascular health. Visit RadioBeats.com and find out how you can get a free 30-day supply on bundles and save 15% with the promo code DEAL. Yeah, thanks very much, guys. Um, Just maybe first off, just like a quick housekeeping question just on the the deferred stripping, you know, given where you're at year to date and, and Q4, um, should should we anticipate a similar level going into Q4 as Q3, or will it revert back towards sort of some of the guides you gave previously for the year?
3: I think uh, this is Eric Dell here. Um, I think uh, our stripping rates will remain similar to Q3, um, and so that, that would uh, really apply to the deferred stripping as well. Okay, okay, got
5: it. And then I guess, I guess sort of on a more exciting note, um, just, you know, looking at, at this current quarter, I guess, on, on EVA itself, um, can you just sort of remind us of some of the key milestones here coming up in, in short order that, you know, might give the market a bit more clarity on exactly what's happening there?
2: Yeah, thanks, Stefan. It's Gil. Um We're completing our capital estimate. As a matter of fact, we're just going through the details of it now. We're updating our OPEX uh, for board review in December, and we... We expect to uh, make some project announcement at that time after the boards had a chance to review um, our updated um, financial models for the project, and uh, so I would expect that we will have um, market disclosure uh, sometime in in December, um, or in fact uh, at the latest early January. But we're we're on track for December.
5: Okay. Okay. Great. Thanks very much, guys.
1: Your next question comes from Oris Wakada from Scotiabank. Please go ahead.
5: Hi, good morning. Uh, Gil, could we get maybe an update on how you're thinking about the sequencing and timing of the Copper Mountain expansion? Like, is the, the technical report that came out, I guess, in 2020 indicated that you'd be building that expansion in 22 and 23 with production um, hitting in 24? Should, should we think about that as more now being pushed out in the sense of coming sequencing after Eva? Assuming you you move forward with that.
2: So, Oris, it's um, we've had a long time to, or we have had the opportunity to significantly review our operating plans since that 65,000 ton per day technical report has come out. We've you know we've had some additional exploration drilling, obviously uh, with New Ingerbell. We have to refine that work on New Inger Bell in terms of the of the of the design and sequencing. Um but more importantly, we've done a huge amount of, of drilling on Copper Mountain North and the main pit and we're finishing up a lot of reserve work on the main pit this year. And um you know to be cautiously optimistic about this, um, we are experiencing some very positive results in the drilling program, which is which is causing us to to revise our our sequencing targets just a bit. And we're, that's the whole premise of this updated study for we plan to put out at the end of, of Q2. So when we look at the sequencing, we have actually a lot of mine sequencing on the Copper Mountain side of production over the next four to five years and I would say that um, from a cash flow perspective over the next five years the best cash flow actually can come from the Copper Mountain side of the operation so it gives us the time to look look at the new information on new Ingerbell and and uh, redevelop a phase plan so I would suggest that you know we've got a good solid five even seven years of really good production coming out of the Copper Mountain side. Um, but we're going to probably phase in New Ingerbell somewhere in the, you know, three-, four-, five-year period, um, uh, you know, on, on an outlook basis. Uh, it just depends on what the sequencing looks like when we're finished our work in the first quarter.
5: Would, would you still do the expansion
2: to 65,000
5: tons a day without New Ingerbell? Like, is that a scenario, effectively? You're just feeding it from the main pit?
2: Well, we have um we have um let's say we 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 expect to be significantly updating our 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 reserves um on the on the main pit or the copper mountain side as well. So, um when we're complete that study, I don't think we necessarily have to wait for an you know an in investment on expansion for let's say New Ingerbell coming in right away if we don't if, you know, it, 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 it may not be necessary to do that, as I guess is what I'm saying. So, uh, but that'll all come to light here as we do the expansion study. So the question now is, in our mind, if we scale up, if you look at our reser- resource and including the inferred, we have currently on our books over about 50 years, roughly, of, of resource. And our whole effort and goal here is to continue to expand and grow the reserves and then look at the appropriate scale of the plant to match, to match that reserve and give us a productive output that um, allows us to um, accelerate some of the cash flows that we have, um, uh, potential cash flows that we have on a, on a you know, if you look out um, a number of years, that's a, it's, um, it, it's, I guess, it's an, a bit of an enviable position for us to be in right now, as we start to look at, at all this invested capital that we have at Copper Mountain, and making some incremental investments in in uh, capacity and scale uh, to be able to uh, affect uh, an even greater return on that on that capital.
5: Okay, and, and just um, finally, if I could, I mean, we're hearing quite a bit about. Capital operating inflation um all all across the mining industry, but especially australia um at at this stage, do you have any sense of of what the impact could be to to your outlook for ava?
2: I think you know you're right i mean there's in, inflationary increases across the board i mean Australia is still a little bit you know it's obviously closed and it's a little bit of a, a closed um, a closed economy a little bit right now with um uh, tightness in supply. Um generally, across the board, you you know everybody's experiencing higher steel uh, costs and uh, some fuel cost escalations, as we mentioned in in the uh, in the presentation. Um, you know that's obviously the same the same case in Australia. Um, they have a an added uh, issue there with respect to um, reinforced concrete. so cement costs are higher as well right now. so there's a little bit of a there's a little bit of a in some of those commodities. There's a little bit of a hyperinflationary in, um, environment, and it's not to be expected given where we are currently. Uh, we think that that's just it's going to, you know, dissipate. But um, it's it's it is having a look, it is having an impact on our 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 capital updates. Uh, we'll provide more color on that uh, as we move into into uh, December here. But you know that's going to be part of the conversation we have uh, with the board and and the disclosure we do at that time. Um, operating costs, we see on the other hand, are are actually coming down over what we had in the feasibility study. So so um, net net, um, we think we have a absolutely a solid project here and 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 we'll provide some guidance as to what to do at that time. One of the, the issues and concerns that we, we have is making sure that that the, um, the vaccination rates are up to the point where they can open up um, the the state again to travel without significant quarantine, and they're still in that phase right now. So we'll just uh, have a little bit of wait and see. And you know, we're no no rush or panic here, Orist. I mean, we've got we've got all the control with respect to this project in our hands, and um, we'll continue to advance detailed engineering and just be ready for for um, a go decision
6: on this project once it gives us the green light. Thanks, Gil. Ladies
1: and gentlemen, as a reminder, should you have a question, please press star followed by the one. Your next question does come from Pierre Zellencourt from Haywood. Please go ahead.
6: Hi, guys. Uh, Gil, could, could you just clarify for us what what the nature of the announcement is going to be like the uh, the December announcement or or early 22 <clears throat> does this have to do with with uh, financing or uh, decision to go ahead I, I'm just trying to get a sense of what what to expect in the coming months on uh, on Eva <clears throat>
2: well you know uh, as I said we previously Pierre um, we've been working on com- you know finishing off the capital estimate and I think that's really well in hand right now um as I said we're just doing um, a little bit of the uh, nits on that we're up we've updated our COPEC, uh opex rather um got our labor rates defined we've got um you know things like uh, nailing down our costs and other things that are actually key cost drivers so that'll be updated in this study and the uh, project financing is is coming together we've always said that you know we'll have all those three elements um, in hand to discuss with our board in december so uh, without jumping to a conclusion here all those elements will be in hand we'll have our conversation with the board in december and we will we will discuss um eva with the market whether there's a uh, um, development decision made at that time or a deferral made at that time or whatever, we will uh, we will have some disclosure for the capital market. So, from our perspective, um, the um, the the project um, um, economics um, will be uh, ready to be updated for uh, discussion with the board in in December. Um, I'm this is a great project. It's got extremely low capital. It is uh, ca- its capital intensity is low. Uh, the operating costs are very strong. Uh, we have a good long reserve life. It's a great project. Uh, the only element that we have that we see from a real, um, you know, risk perspective here right now is just whether or not we're going to have Queensland and the rest of Australia opening up as, as a result of their COVID restrictions. Because during, in that environment, there there there's the potential for some uh hyperinflation to hap- happen because it is such a tight closed market, so we're gonna have to just address timing, uh, et cetera, and uh risk associated with that.
6: So as as things stand now, when when would you uh make a, a, a go or no go decision on this?
2: I'll we'll you know we'll let you know in December. Okay. So,
6: can you uh, can you elaborate a little bit um just, just update us on on financing. I know I know, you know, Rod you've mentioned you want to um not not do equity. maybe maybe just update us a little bit on, on your thinking there, how, how that's evolved.
4: Sure, Pierre. Um one of the things that we did is you know as part of that bond financing is it allowed us access to Cash flow from the copper mountain mine, one hundred percent, and so we view that as as our equity source for the for Eva project, and combining that with standalone project financing, we believe we can finance this project without further dilution to the company
6: okay so so does that for example, uh, involve streaming? is that Is that still on the table?
4: I mean, we, we keep all, all options open until <clears throat> you're you're done at the very end, uh, but we're certainly looking at more traditional project financing.
6: Okay. Thanks,
1: Ron. There are no further questions at this time. Mr. Clausen, you may proceed.
2: Hey, thanks, everybody, for joining us today. Um, I just want to wish everybody a safe and and happy holiday season um and uh certainly have uh, a productive day thanks
1: ladies and gentlemen this concludes your conference call for today we thank you for participating and ask that you please disconnect your lines